Welcome back, everyone. So we are here today with your host, Destiny. And this is my podcast called We Got Time. This podcast is to show different ages and backgrounds and to shine a light on their timeline, which I consider, I guess, influenced by stigmas put on us by children and see how it brought us out later in the world, you know? But it's always good to know what made you, you know? So... This episode is very interesting to me because this lovely lady is awesome. So I want you guys to stay tuned. I just have to do a little intro and tell me how you guys like it. Please like and share us. We're on Facebook and Instagram. But enough about this. We're going to get into the podcast. Hello, you guys. I am here with Ashima. I got it right. Ashima. Ashima. Okay. Yeah. I'm here with Ashima. Would you like to say hi? Hi. So you guys, um, I know you hear water. Um, I'm downstairs in the basement. <laughs> and this thing is like making noise. So we're going to get into the podcast because you know we got time. Excuse my um goddaughter in the back. She's She's here. So if you hear a baby, it's my goddaughter. So Miss Ashima, I would like to start with, what was the biggest stigma pushed on you as a child? The biggest stigma pushed on me as a child was, I wasn't worth it. And I would never be good enough for anything or anyone. Literally. Wow. Um, and I apologize for my neighbors. They're having a, a fight. If you hear it, I'm so sorry. Um, I have dyslexia. And a lot of times the teacher referred to me as the dumb child, even some of the um, kids. Um, I took a test. Uh, and basically, the man that performed the test, the whole school took the test, matter of fact. And basically, I was asking questions on, you know, what did my test scores mean? And he said, well, it's right there on the paper. I said, yes, I see it, but what does it mean? And he basically told me that I would never be able to do anything except sweep and mop someone's floor and i've never done that i've had many jobs professional jobs but i've never swept and mopped someone's floor for a living ever i've been a dental assistant i've been a correctional officer i've done a lot of things i was a assistant director for a private school but I've never swept and mopped anyone's floors except for family and friends, especially sick loved ones as a profession. So the U.S. intelligence agency is not always right when they put you in a stigma. Wow. So this was your teacher who said this to you? I've had teachers call me lady and all sorts of things. I've had a few, very few. Miss Knox, um, Mr. Uh, the Ashley 
told my mom that I was highly intelligent very highly intelligent but because of the dyslexia i learned differently so they uh everyone isn't meant to teach you have to have a certain heart to teach because and an open mind because you're running across kids with different backgrounds and all sorts of things and a lot of kids you have to be patient with because they are different and that refers to that we've got time. Yes. Because <laughs> we do. <laughs> yes, we got time. Um, wow. I, I would, if I went to a school like that, and I understand you said other people like tried to say, but honestly, like, and what school did you go to? Oh, I went to a lot of school, but that particular school that did the test was a private school in Chicago on the South Side. Yeah, private schools are very harsh. Um, I remember going to a school, it was just for like a meeting or something. And when they found out I was left-handed, they just kept like trying to hit my hand. But I'm like, I don't go here. So for you to like try to put your hands or like the type of abuse in any type of way, um, I'm gonna call my mom. Well, you know, I used to be left-handed and some things I do do with my left-handed, but I've had teachers tell me not to use my left hand even some family members. So we, we're we born perfect. Mm-hmm. We're born absolutely perfect. When whatever religion or background you're in, where it says, especially in the Bible, where it says that, you ever heard that saying, um, kids have, babies have the secrets to the universe? Oh That's my God, true. yes. We're born absolutely perfect in life and situations and because of other people's issues, they push it off on us. You're trying to fix something that's not broke. Kids are perfect. When they're born here, we start messing them up. We start jacking them up. I mean, really jacking them up. (laughs) So it's it's a lot of things that were forced upon me. But it's still my life, you know, even though the bad things, I still have time. I still have um, the future. I still have now. So, yeah. So with you feeling like um, a lot of things were forced on you as a child, do you feel like anything uh, like you ever that was ever forced on you as a child, like kept you kept with you to this day? Yes. Um, your past can be your future. Um, like they say, the black hole. They say the black hole is actually the past. Hmm. Reverse. You know? So when, you, when you're looking at a black hole, the reason why it looks black is because it's the past. It's the light reflecting back. So, you know, I, I still hold those things. I still can feel the pain of it. Um, having dyslexia, a lot of dyslexia viewers right now listening know that sometimes we mix our left from our right, you know? So even that, that little thing right there, it still plays a part of me as who I am now. 
I don't deny the past, but I don't relive it either. So I'm not denying it had exists. I'm just going forward. I'm not recycling. I'm not revisiting those feelings. I'm moving forward. I dealt with them. I understand who they made me. I understand why they made me, but I'm still going forward. I'm not dwelling in the misery of them or the bad feeling of them because there's some good feelings of those bad memories. Yeah. Like, um, if it wasn't for those bad things, I wouldn't be as wise as I am today. Yes, I totally agree with that. Like, it's a lot of things that a lot of people experience and they choose not to like keep experiencing it, but use what they learn from that experience to help them better themselves in anything else they want to do. Exactly. Yeah, like um, it was a time where, I don't know, I guess you would say I was lazy, but just knowing how I felt and how what people thought of me when I was lazy, it just made me not want to be lazy anymore. It just made me want to feel like, do I want to be seen like this? Do I want to be talked about like this? But even though that didn't matter, it was like, do I want to like give off this perspective of me that it's not? And I know I'm not lazy. It's like, you know, you, you just know you're not. But when someone tells you, it makes you think about it. You're like, hey, hmm, this is something I might need to work on. It's just like a little reminder that things happen. Yeah, I'm sorry if you hear someone in the background. I think someone just walked in and they're being extremely rude. But um, so, Miss Ashima, with... <laughs> with the stigma and you understanding like some of it did like come with you to your present but not in the way it was given to you how is it like how has it changed you do you feel like do you feel let me word this a little bit better do you feel like it's shaped who or what is around you in any type of way? Do you do you look around you and feel like, hey, this is something that was spoken upon me in a different way, but somehow it just happened. Like, it's like you didn't even try for it to happen, but it happened. Cause I just want to know, cause I don't know, this has happened to me a few times and it felt like deja vu in a way. negatively it can be negative or positive because i've had a few positive deja vu moments um hmm. i think we on this journey mm -hmm. okay and some things are placed upon us and some things we cause um with bad things that have happened um, and being rushed or being imprinted on us that we have to find a job and we have to be married at a certain time and we have to have 1.2 kids in the white picket fence house and we have to be successful or we're going to run out of time. Um, 
we can take that and pull our hair out and get stuck in this recycling bin. And we can take the negativity and get stuck in negativity because we're trying to live someone else's life. Those values and time frames put on us. So we're trying to live out someone else's time frame instead of living out our own time frame. Do you know there's a secret clock? What? Secret clock? There's a secret clock. When you have time, viewers, when you have time, you look you look up who made the clock, what year they made the clock, some of their background. That's a machine, a mechanical, uh, I can't say the word. It's a mechanical device, okay? Uh, there's a secret clock inside of all, all of us. Um, women go through, what do you call it, um, the change of life. Um, Certain animals hibernate at a certain time. Uh, Birds fly. Some birds fly south for the winter. Springtime comes when it comes. Um, The cicada. I think that's what it's called. Yes, I love cicadas. Every seven years. They do. You're right. The exact same moment during the exact same season. How do they know? Because they have an inner clock. And we're offset because we're programmed to run not naturally. That secret clock is called biorhythms. Bio means life, rhythms mean energy. So we all have that life energy. And we're diverted from it. What comes natural, we're, diver- we're diverted from it. Um, time, they say, usually, time doesn't exist, they say. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because if you look at it, ancient timekeepers, etc., they use the sundial, okay? That's measured with energy and um Geometry, units, degrees, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, when night falls, there's no shadow cast on the side, on the um, sundial. <clears throat> there's no high beams or anything, and time stands still, so to speak. So if that's the case, why are we in a rush? I don't know if you can see where I'm going with this, but everything has its own energy and lifespan. Mm -hmm. And when that lifespan runs out, it runs out. I totally agree. I honestly did not know about a second clock. And honestly, you have me over here shook. (laughs) Yeah, it's a secret clock in all of us. All of us. And we get, uh, you, know, you know, that saying, knocked off your square. We get knocked off our square. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard <laughs> that before. we're running on someone else's time instead of our personal energy feel. Mm-hmm. Our time. We're running off of someone else's time. You sh- 
if you don't get married by 32, you're going to be an old maid. If you don't do this, what it is is if you take care of your body, if you follow certain health laws, all actually all the natural laws, if you follow them, you will have a long lifespan because your body won't be sick, your mind won't be sick, your mental body won't be sick, and your spiritual body won't be sick. So you will live a long life. Now, according to what you do to that life is whether you have time or not. You're right. Because I honestly, I, I totally, I mean, Miss Ashima, you are really hitting some spots for me because uh, that one, I, I really just got into my body. Like, I don't even, I should have been more in t- tune with my body, like growing up and everything. But I realized that like health is wealth, you know? And with me now being a vegetarian, I've realized a lot of other benefits by what I consume and what I do with my body. Like now I almost I walk literally like five times a week up this mountain, like <laughs> just because I want to see the sight. And when I say sight, I mean sight of everything. Like it's a beautiful way to start your day. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the trees, being one with nature, just hearing everything around you, the wind. And it's also a sight to see my body change. Like, I'm just like, wow, you know, I dropped a few pounds, you know, I feel good, mm-hmm. you know, confident booster. And the more you do it, the more energy you have. Exactly. And it was one day. I don't, I, my, my grandma, she was so like, whoa, this is different. I literally got there. And when I tell you, I didn't stop the whole way up. She was like, I can't believe it. I said, I don't know why I have so much energy today. I, I don't know. Cause usually it takes me like, I take like two stops. Cause it's like these signs on the trail. And even though it's more than two signs, I try to only stop at two. So I would like push myself. But this time I was so shocked. I walked the whole thing without stopping. And I was so mad because usually we like track ourselves by the time. Mm-hmm. And this time, the one time I walked the whole way, I did not time myself. Why do you have to time yourself? It's just a reminder that I need to like go past this time. So next time, if it took me, because it, it usually takes us like 37 minutes to get up there. So if I can get it down to 30, I know I have like progress you know or if like you know one day we start we decide to jog up there if we get up there in 29 to 27 minutes when i tell you miss ashima we would be screaming we would shout we would tell everybody the whole day we got to 27 minutes (laughs) we'd be like we got to 27 minutes we passed that 30 37 32 not 35 minutes not 34 27 yeah, it's just, it's really like a little, it's just a reminder that, you know, we're just going up and up because usually it takes us like a hour and 20 minutes or no, like an hour and seven or 20 minutes, like between that, I'll give us that gap to like get through the thing, but we want to complete it every time and within an hour. If we can do that, that means no stopping. We're going at a steady pace. We do our little 10 minute, you know, rest, stretch and 
few workouts up top and then we go back down, we're we feel more accomplished that way. Mm-hmm. More energetic. Yes. That, that's your that's your goal. That's your reward. You feel good about it. I understand. Yes, we told and then what's crazy is we haven't walked the mountain in years. Like we used to walk it every time I used to come visit. Or um, we walked, no, we didn't walk it when I first moved here. When I, I used to come visit, she used to take us all the time. And like, I was like, I'll go. And even though I was whew, bent out of shape, I swear I was still going to walk it because it was just so beautiful. It was just like, I like hiking, but incline hiking is different from actually hiking. It's crazy. But um I just have a few more questions for you. Okay. So with your stigma and you realizing that like it's not who you are and that you have time, do you feel like these things happen for a reason? Um yeah. It happened for a reason because I think I'm on a journey. Mm-hmm. I think we all are on a journey. Um, it's like a missing puzzle piece. Like I'm a missing puzzle piece to this great big picture. Mm-hmm. And when I place, when I'm placed in the right spot at the right moment, um, with the right, I don't know, something. Because I'm still figuring this thing out called life myself. Mm-hmm. But when I'm placed in that particular moment, or would you say moment in time, then doors are going to unlock. Some are going to shut. Some are going to unlock that haven't been open for a while. You know? And... I think we all have a destiny, destiny. (laughs) (laughs) And some of us are walking in it. Some of us are not. Some of us choose not to. Some of us don't know. And some of us don't care. There are actually people out there that don't care. And um, I think all those things happen for a reason. And they have caused me, and that's why I don't have any regrets. They have caused me to earn my wisdom and my knowledge. And for me to regret those things mean I don't have any understanding. I don't have any understanding of who I am, what I am, what my purpose is, anything I'm void of understanding. Hmm. And I think that's part of the mysteries of life. And I can't regret having knowledge and wisdom. I've earned that understanding and I would never replace it. I would never want to replace it. Am I sorry those stigmas were placed upon me, um, feeling rushed through life? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, it was painful, but I have something that is priceless. I feel that. I felt that. <laughs> I really felt that. Um, that was just mind opening 
when you said um you said something on the lines of like when people rush you and how you're sorry that they did that I, I, I try to not say sorry myself a lot, but I usually try to say, like, answer things for people who have left me unanswered. Because I feel like if I wait for their answer, that is wasting my time. And for you to come up with the answer yourself and understand that this is how it's going to be, knowing that, like, no matter what they say, this is how you feel and this is how you're going to close this is very progressively how do i say this it's it says a lot about you and what you're not willing to allow to like deter you from your journey mm-hmm. and i think that's awesome i really do because a lot of people like to like use people's silence or just you know just use other people no response, like their non-response to deter them for what they need to do. And for you to say sorry for them and just, you know, be content with it and just keep pushing on, that says a lot about you and what you, about how you feel about your time. And trust me, a lot of people my age do not understand that they can do that, you know, because they feel like they're still in the mindset of, you know, um, I just need to get get this in order to do that. No, if you don't get it, you know, just keep going. It might come out. You know, it might come around, come along eventually, but you don't want to stop. I agree. I agree. You yeah. have to take responsibility for your life. Yes. Regardless of what is thrown at you or given to you or placed upon you, you still have to take control of that will. It's your will of fortune. You can turn it to the left, the right. However, you can put it in reverse. But if you're constantly looking in the rearview mirror, you can't see where you're going. If you constantly park or allowing someone else to drive, then you're not going to accomplish anything. I told my niece, um, excuse me, I told my niece, I said, There's nothing wrong with you dreaming. Keep dreaming. But the difference between a goal and a dream is you're working towards it. If you keep dreaming and not working at that dream, then that's all you're doing is sleeping. But if you're dreaming and you're working towards that dream, then it becomes a goal. So you have to put in the work. Yes. It doesn't mean you have to rush through it. It doesn't mean you have to be on someone else's time frame. That just means you work towards it. Whether it takes you a long time. Like someone, like I mentioned earlier, my dyslexia. Someone can read a book in, let's say, one day. It might take me all week to read that book. When a normal person and we'll talk about normal to you later. A normal person, <laughs> it'll take them one day just to read that same book. But I might see something different. I'm not rushing through it. I might get something out of it they don't get because my mind is different. 
So I have something different to bring to the table, a different perspective. So their time isn't my time. No. I'm cool with my turtle. Awesome. I like how you said that because that's really the theme of my podcast. Their time is not my time. Mm -hmm. Because we got time. But (laughs) unfortunately, we only have like two more minutes left on this podcast because it only lets me do like 30 minutes. So is there anything you would like to leave with our listeners today? Um, during our journey, there are two occasions that we celebrate by honoring someone's talent. Everyone is organized a special party, but it has nothing to do with age or birthday. It is in recognition of uniqueness and contribution to life. That came from a book called Muted Message Down Under. Mm. And it says, Happy Unbirthday. I like it. I like that. That was that was beautiful. Okay, Miss Ashima, would you like to tell our listeners about your channel? I am orchestrating a YouTube channel called Ancient Mind. And this is how our ancestors echo to us because they knew we were going to get off course. They knew we were going to forget who we are. The Rosetta Stones, the hieroglyphics, the uh, scrolls, and I'm just not talking about Egypt, I'm talking about all the ancients, India, um, Hebrew, all of them, Rome, all of our ancients, because we're of the human race, okay, and they all echo back to us, telling us a story, and how we can apply that to our present day. Because if we don't learn from our past, then what does our future hold? We're just going to repeat the same mistakes. So this is talking about ancient minds. This is also talking about healing. It's a little of everything, actually. But it's putting us back on course. And it's not just my side. It's a collective. And that concludes our podcast. So if you guys want to go to her website, she has a YouTube channel called Ancient Minds. And when you go to look for it, you want to put in Ancient Minds, capital A-N-C-I-E-N-T, Minds, capital M-I-N-D-S. And you want to look under channels because when I went to go look up for it, it was a lot of things coming up and I don't want to mislead you guys whatsoever. And she has a photo of a beautiful sunset as her profile photo and she will be uploading content there. So thanks for listening and don't forget, like us on Facebook, follow me on Instagram at we got time and on facebook is we got time hyphen podcast and let me know what you guys think i mean like you could share me you could put people on my show i mean you can be on the show just dm me on instagram because that's really mainly where i talk to a lot of you guys 
so don't be shy reach out i'm actually cool if you haven't noticed but okay bye